welcome to St. John's Episcopal Church Hour. We are pleased that you have tuned into our broadcast and invite you to listen each Sunday at this time to worship with us. We are located at number 27 King Street, Christiansted, St. Croix. Please call us at 340-778-8221 or email us at stjecstx at vipowernet.net. You can also hear this broadcast at our Facebook page at St. John's Episcopal Church, VI. We trust that today's service will be a blessing to you. Good morning, church. I trust that this act of worship will indeed that we experienced this morning will be a blessing to you. Today is the second Sunday of Advent. And for you, those of you at home, the readings are for Advent to be. And I want to continue um, this the preparation for Advent. Uh, during the second week of Advent, the Father prays, O Lord, stir our hearts that we may prepare for thy only begotten Son, that through his coming we may be made worthy to serve thee and with pure minds, who lives and reigns forever. Amen. And then the oldest child lights the second blue candle from the, and along with the first from the previous week. Arise, O Jerusalem, stand upon the height and look towards the east. And see your children gathered from west and east at the word of the Holy One. Please stand. Let us pray. With tender comfort and transforming power, you come into our midst, O God of mercy and might. Make ready a way in the wilderness. Clear a straight path in our hearts and form us into a repentant people, that the advent of your Son may find us watchful and eager for the glory he reveals. We ask this through him whose coming is certain, whose day draws near, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. For those of you at home, I invite you to stand and sit Relax, whatever comfortable position you may be best for you as we carry out this act of worship. A warm welcome to you this morning as you join us in this act of worship here at St. John's Episcopal Church in the Diocese of the Virgin Islands. And we thank you for joining us today on our Facebook page, St. John Episcopal Church VI. And today is the second Sunday of Advent, and the readings are for Advent to be. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by Dorothy Joseph in loving memory of her deceased mother, Jean Joseph, who would have celebrated her 80th birthday on Thursday, December the 10th. May the memory of Jean give her family a sense of hope in the great resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord. And may Jean continue to have eternal rest. Our act of worship now continues as we sing the introit hymn, 
I want to walk as a child of light. We sing verses 1 and 2. Then we pause and light the second and first Advent candle, and then we continue with verse 3. I want to walk as a child of the light. act of worship now continues with the lighting of the second Advent candle. As the light comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Our Lord says, Surely I come quickly. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. And forsake our sins, so that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, Redeemer. The way of the Lord is being prepared in our hearts. May every valley be filled and every mountain and hill be made low. May the crooked paths be made straight and the rough ways smooth. When our Lord come, may all see the salvation of God. We bless you, eternal Father. Give up all good things.
For Jesus has come, humble and dependent, the babe in the manger. He will come again, glorious and resplendent for all humanity to see. Grant us in our daily living, so to know him, that on the day we may rejoice to see him, Christ our King. Today, as I said, is Youth Sunday, and the youth will be leading the, most of the service. And so we now continue with verse 3. I am looking for Christ. God, let our mouth proclaim your praise. Our King and Savior now draws near. Oh, come, let us adore him. The collect for today, merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation. Give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We will now have our readings. The Old Testament reading and the psalm. A reading from the Word of God, written in the book of Prophet Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 to 11. Comfort, O comfort my people, says to your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she ha that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double all for all her sins. A voice cries out in the wilderness, prepared, a voice cries out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all the people shall see it together. 
for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out. And I said, what shall I cry? All people are grass. Their constancy is like flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to our high mountain, O Zion, herald of our tidings. Lift, your, lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of, of good tidings. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. See the Lord comes with, see, the Lord comes with might and his arms rules of him, for him. His reward is with him, his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs like in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Psalm 85, verses 1 and 2, verses 18 to 13. Book of Common Prayer, pages 708. You have been gracious to your land, O Lord. You have forgiven the iniquity of your, of your people. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying. Truly, his salvation is very near to those who fear him. Mercy and truth have met together. Truth shall spring up from the earth. The Lord will indeed grant prosperity. Righteousness shall go before him. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We'll now stand and sing, soon and very soon, lift every voice and sing, page 7, 14.
Please sit. The gospel reading for today is taken from the word of God written in the gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandal. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Let us pray. Lord God, as we come to you this morning in confidence of the gospel, let the church give thanks and praise for the good news of salvation and receive the power to proclaim it to the world. We pray this morning that all Christian people prepare themselves in humility and love to celebrate the second coming of Christ. And grant to all the world the knowledge of the divine mercy, revealing your Son, Jesus Christ, that all people may come through repentance to a new life. Make straight the crooked ways of the world and give light to the dark places. We pray this in Jesus Christ, your Son, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God in glory everlasting. Amen. He said, prepare the way of the Lord make his paths straight. During the week, a lay person asked me for some points for a sermon today. I gave them an outline, which could have been challenging, but knowing the person to be an academic, they really appreciated it. And as we reviewed it yesterday, and I listened to the person, I really was upset with myself that I should have had the person here this morning. But the person is so far away that um, that is not possible. But preparation is important. Preparation in this season of Advent is not going to be the same as our faith is because our faith is challenged. 
As we look at the gospel reading for today, we have a rough truth teller in John the baptizer. His harshness, as it may appear, is symbolized by his untamed diet and his untanned clothing. His entrance prepares us for the spiritual truth he brings, untamed and lush, yet with great potential. The truth teller in John the Baptist speaks of another one who will be coming at an unexpected time. And as we hear and we read, the one who is to come is promised to be even fiercer. In preparation, the truth teller moves the cleansing rituals from indoors, a controlled space like where we are this morning, to the outdoors, a river, an uncontrolled venue. And the truth teller reshapes the washing up to be one of reorientation. And those who participate in this ritual are reoriented to the priorities and commands of creation's life source. And so as they give themselves fully into that power, it, it shapes them, it molds them into something new. And their entire lives will change. Proclaiming a baptism, John the Baptist, he was very familiar with the baptismal rites of Qumran. And there's no clear Old Testament precedent and, and prophecy for baptism with water. For when we start thinking about baptism, the baptismal practices, the New Testament draw on Old Testament traditions, laws and practices. So much as on the, the, the Qumran community and its daily baptismal rites. And this particular Qumran community practiced daily baptismal rites of purification. And these spiritual ascetics washed themselves several times a day as a symbolic of an interior cleansing from sin. Now, this community, they were situated in the hills overlooking the Dead Sea near the south of the town of Jericho. And many people believe that John was placed in the care of this community as a young child. In other words, John may have grown up in this community and would have experienced the rituals of rites of baptism and this is perhaps where this whole, uh, this whole sense of baptism um, had its origin. We know that, that from that community we have the Dead Sea Scrolls. And these are manuscripts and stories about the teacher of light and other ancient Jewish manuscripts. And so from this community, we also receive the idea and practice of baptism. Martin Luther, the theologian, suggested that we are to be baptized daily. That is, we are to daily experience repentance and forgiveness, a daily cleansing of light, 
perhaps if we, you know, you know, if you, if perhaps if you bathe once a week, you might start to smell, right? You know what I'm talking about? Okay, y'all don't, y'all don't, don't ever experience that. But sometimes being in the churchyard or sometimes you're on, on the street, and you know, some of the, 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 the less for, um, fortunately marginalized in our community pass by, and you know they haven't had a shower for a while, and sometimes they smell like a bag of puppies. And I can remember when we started the recare program, that one guy came and said, you know, I haven't even had a shower for the year as yet. When we think about this community, they would bear themselves every day as an act of repentance and forgiveness. When looking at repentance, the Bible is clear in all four Gospels. A Christian life involves daily repentance. And repentance is feeling sorry for both your sinfulness, your sinful condition, and also for specific sins. And feeling sorry about your imperfections lead to an inner change where the Holy Spirit in us brings us to change of sinful habits and unhealthy patterns. And there's a familiar prayer that I'm sure that you're all, um, you're very familiar about. Grant God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And you know something? This serenity prayer is correct. We need wisdom to know the difference between things that cannot be changed and those that can be. And many of us are emotionally lazy and we develop deeply ingrained bad habits and we imply that those unhealthy habits are part of our human nature that cannot be changed. The voice of one crying out of wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, is a quotation from our Old Testament reading that all four Gospels have used. We are being asked today to prepare for the second coming of Christ into our lives. And perhaps, I wonder, because baptism is about water, one of the symbols in baptism is water. And from today on, I want that when ever we take a shower, to think about our sins being washed away. Not, not with the, 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 um, the fancy soap or whatever, but the symbolism of when we ever we take a shower, that thing of internal washing is taking place in our lives. And we can hear God saying to us, well done. John the Baptist commanded the people to prepare for the coming of Christ into the world and into their hearts. And we are being asked today to prepare for Christ coming into our lives. We all need that voice of God speaking into our lives. We need a person or people 
who could call out and say to us, get ready for Christ's coming. We all need a voice to confront us with our sinful and crooked lives. And yes, at times we are called to guide others into adequate preparation. You know, we always prepare for events in our lives. As we are doing now, we're preparing the church with all the garland and the Christmas tree decorated with all the blue. A pregnant um, woman prepares to have a child. Or if you think about a cricketer getting ready to go to the wicket. An athlete preparing for the, the, the marathon or the 100 meter sprint. We make all of these preparations. How are we today preparing for Christ? How are we making straight the pathways of our lives so that when Christ comes, he will find it already prepared, smooth and even? Yes, Christ comes, in and comes to us in so many different ways. And our hearts are supposed to be open and prepared for if he comes unexpectedly into our lives. Often, we are not prepared for certain events in our lives. We today are called to be prepared and also to invite others to be prepared as well. We are called in community to prepare that straight path. And the image of straight in a path was clear to the people of the first century. And when the king was about to come to the land, the road would be cleaned up. And so it is for the king coming again. We need to clean up our lives, our, our action. And we need to help others who may be not capable of, of doing it for themselves to help them to clean up their lives. Just as the people of the first century prepared for the coming of a king, we today are called to straighten out the, the moral, spiritual, habitual paths of our lives in preparation for our, Messiah, our, for our coming Messiah. And as we help those persons who may be less fortunate. We can hear God saying to us, as he did in Matthew chapter 25, as you did it unto the least of these, you did it unto me. Perhaps 
in hearing it, that voice. That voice may come to us from a, in a community that we are not accustomed to or have grown away from. Like Red Brick or Calhoun or one of those places that you don't want to um, traverse. But sometimes God calls us from unexpected places. And today, although we hear God's voice speaking to us, we remain very materialistic and often benefit from people who can be compared to ascetic voices in the wilderness. And even as I still visit some persons, not to give communion or anything like that, I still hear God speaking to me through the comments that they make. So John reminds us that he was carrying out a baptism of repentance. But there's one coming after him who has been more powerful who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. During John's time, they were expecting the Messiah. And they believed that it was John, but John told them, no. I am only the voice crying out in the wilderness, guiding you to prepare to make a straight path for the Messiah. As we go through this Advent, this period of preparation for Christmas, let us pause again and look at what is happening around us at this time. Things are so fierce at this moment that some churches have turned to worshiping outdoors. Perhaps similar to the environment that John the Baptist would be more accustomed to. And by doing this, houses of worship are showing that God is still alive. And at one point, it was my intent to do that outside. And I, I planned on Wednesday to do the you know, prayer outside. It was so beautiful last Wednesday that, you know, I, I really can't resist. We need, in our preparation of others, to move away from the comfort of these four walls, to be able to, to invite others in the community to cleanse themselves again, to cleanse themselves not only with water and soap, but in a spiritual way. The anticipated fierce one, yes, will come and reshape us by divine power through the power of the Holy Spirit. And as we read the gospel again and again, it says that the one who comes in fierceness comes from the one who gave word to the prophet and will be accompanied by the holy power beyond comprehension. And this is not fiction. It is not a myth. This is the canon of the good news of Jesus Christ. This Advent must be an opportunity in this new church year of renewal. How we are called to be in the world as followers of Christ. This Advent must be 
about the truth-tellers, the God-bearers, the righteous menech. The angel accompanied every man, the forbearing elder, and yes, the fearful questioner. And as we act out this Advent season, we must also look to the other performers around us. We claim that being in a community, but we are not acting out the supporting roles to another so that the story may play out to the glory of God and not to our triumph or detriment. I urge us today, as we move around our community, preparing for the second coming of Christ, in straightening out that pathway, to listen for that voice in someone, for that fierce, ascetic person, that John the Baptist who may come into our lives. You know, John the Baptist did not tell the people what they wanted to hear. He told them the truth. He told them what they must hear. Be today, as we listen, we must hear God telling us to prepare for the second coming of his son, Jesus Christ. By making his path straight. In other words, making ourselves right, straightening out our own lives so that when he comes, he will find a smooth path prepared. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing part? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in his grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Let us pray. Give us grace, Lord God, to be messengers of the good news to those whose lives may come near to our door. Send the healing power of the Holy Spirit to guide all in our community to the ways of peace. Have mercy on all who are held in the power of unrepentant sin and lead them back into the right way. Strengthen those who suffer indifference and hostility as they preach the word of God. Keep us faithful, Lord God, as we prepare a way for your second coming into our lives. And may our prayers be accepted by whom we are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand.
Let us say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Lord's prayer. Our Father God in, heaven. in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be your name. name. Your, your kingdom, kingdom come. Your, your will, will be done, done on, earth on earth as in heaven. heaven. Give, Give us today our daily bread. bread. Forgive, forgive us, us our sins, sins forgive as we those who sin against, against us. Save, save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, the power and, the glory and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Prayers of the people for Advent 2b. Faithful God, Stir up your strength and come to help us as we wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hear our prayers and strengthen us to the end as we pray. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show us the light of your countenance and we shall be saved. We give thanks to you, our loving God, for the grace you have given to us in Christ Jesus. Enrich your church in speech and knowledge of every kind, that she may not be lacking in any spiritual gift and may be awake, alert, and blameless at the day of your coming. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show us the light of your continent, and we shall be saved. Okay, last name is here. Okay. Make your, na your name known, Almighty One, so that the nations might tremble at your presence. Gather the elect from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven, that all humanity may know that we are the work of your hand and the sheep of your flock. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show us the light of your continent, and we shall be saved. Come among us with great power and glory, O shepherd of your people. Shine forth and give to all the earth the light of your presence. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show us the light of your continent, and we shall be saved. Be near this community, at our very gates, and within our hearts, and do not hide your face from us, that we may know your glory in the evening and at midnight, and at cockcrow, and at dawn, and not be found asleep at the day of your coming. 
Restore us, O God of hosts. Lord, the light of your and we shall be saved. Compassionate one, open the heavens and come down with your healing grace for those for whom we pray, especially the sick and the shutting. Healing and ever-present God, shed your light upon those who suffer or who live with any kind of, of trouble, especially those who are suffering from the coronavirus in the world and those in America, Lord, where the numbers are just going up daily, higher and higher, and even in our little community where it went up this week also. Send down your blessing upon all who serve the suffering and are searching for relief. Today, we pray for Canon John, Reverend Kathy Ann, Hollis, Chris, Corinne, Bernard and Monica, Sister Straker, Azaja, Victor, John, Cyril, Sandra, Pablo, Janet, Janice, Joanne, Baby Kiran, Phyllis, Christopher, Ruth, Alberti, Albert, Dorothy Billing, and all who call upon the church at this time for prayers, that their weakness may be banished and their strength restored, and that their health being renewed, they may bless your holy name. We pray this through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God in glory everlasting. We give thanks for the grace and peace that comes from God our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, offering our special gratitude for sparing our life just one more day here on earth and to be able to fellowship together, together here in his presence. For young persons, O oh God our Father, we see your children growing up in an unsteady and confusing world. Show them that your ways give more life than the ways of the world, and that following you is better than chasing after selfish goals. Help them to take failure not as a measure of their worth, but as a chance for a new start. Give them strength to hold their faith in you and to keep alive their joy in your creation through Jesus Christ our Lord. In the Anglican cycle of prayer, we pray for the Reformed Episcopal Church of Spain, the Right Reverend Carlos Lopez Lozano, Bishop of the Spanish Reformed Episcopal Church. In the World Cycle of Prayer, we pray for the people of Sotam and Principe. In the Ecumenical Cycle of Prayer, we pray for the members of the United Church in the Solomon Islands. Peaceful God, may your angel gather your beloved into the day of your triumph as we remember those who have died, especially those who are near and dear to us in our church family and our immediate family. At this time, we remember Samuel Joseph James, better known as Sam. Rest eternal grant unto him, O Lord. And let perpetual shine upon him. May he rest in peace. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show us the light of your continents and we shall be saved. No one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you, O Holy One. You are the potter, and we are the clay, the work of your hand. Shine forth upon your creation, stir up your strength, and come to help us as we put our trust in you, O Father, to the Savior Jesus Christ, in the power of your Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us say together our mission statement. 
As disciples of God, we at St. John's Episcopal Church are called to restore all people in unity to Christ, embracing justice, peace, and love. At this time, as we prepare to ask God for our forgiveness of our sins, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Together, God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our, the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. The peace and love of God be always with you. Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Our offertory hymn is hymn in, from the hymnal, page 76, on Jordan's bank, the Baptist cry. Amen. 
We give thanks to you, Lord God, from all good things to come. And Lord, as we are able to give back to you, Lord God, a small measure of love you have given to us, we ask you, Lord, to bless it and multiply it as we cast our bread upon the water and it comes back to us fourfold. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated for the notices. Once again, I trust that this act of worship has been a blessing to you as we invite to join us on Wednesday at Noday for our midweek. On the fourth Sunday of Advent, I propose that we do lessons and, and carols. Okay, before we just sing a verse of a particular carol that we like. Then on Thursday, which should be Christmas Eve, I propose that at 6.30, we could come again and sing some carols again. Get us in the mood because this Christmas is not going to be as it was the last time. And then at 7 p.m., we have our Christmas Eve Mass. So please take note, not at 10 o'clock in the evening, but at earlier time, and it's a Christmas Eve Mass, okay? Then on Christmas Day, the following day, the Friday morning at 8.30 a.m., I have a service here at 8.30 a.m. And then the following Sunday, once again, um, the usual thing at 8.30 a.m. And then on the Friday, December the 31st, we New Year's Eve, we start at 10.30. We have even song, sermon, and then um, immediately after that, we have our celebration and we welcome in the new year. And in, in early in January, the Feast of the Fifty falls correctly on the Wednesday, and so we will celebrate in the Mary Chapel. Then the following Sunday, and you have early notice, on January the 9th will be, is the baptism of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and on that Sunday we will have baptism. Again, I want to take this opportunity to thank all of you for at this time to bow our heads for the Advent blessing. Or your response at each petition is Amen. You believe that the Son of God once came to us. You look to him to come again. May his blessing bring you the light of his holiness and free you with his blessing. May God make you steadfast in the faith joyful in hope and untiring in love all the days of your life. You rejoice that our Redeemer came to live with us as man. May he comes again in glory. May he reward you with endless life. And may Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, rest remain, abide with us on our loved ones today and always. And we be remiss of me if I don't thank um, uh, Mrs. Claudette Greenwich for leading our service this morning. And she did a good job, right? She did a good job, right? Probably a sign of things to come. Let us now sit, stand and sing 
our reception on him as we give God thanks for the showers of blessing he is pouring on us at this moment. Come thou long expected Jesus, number 66. Thank you for listening to the St. John's Episcopal Church Hour. Every Sunday, we get together for worship at 8.30 a.m. Our church is located at number 27 King Street, Christian Set St. Croix. Come visit with us. We welcome you to our services. For more information, call us at 340-778-8221 or email us at stjecstx at vipowernet.net. You can also hear this broadcast at our Facebook page at St. John's Episcopal Church VI. Have a blessed day.